And today we're going to be looking at step 11. And step 11 is we sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Hey, let's say a prayer and we'll get in to this devotional time this afternoon and then pray, of course, for our needs uh, in our community as well as nation and world. Let's pray. Lord, thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your wonderful spirit, your presence here today. Thank you that I can be here to be able to share your truth. And God, may you use me. May the word that is right here, your written word, speak to all of our hearts this afternoon and help us, Lord, to grow deeper in our relationship with you and help us to know your will for our lives and give us the power to live that will out every single day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. One of the things that I used to love to do when I would be back at home from college, and I'm from Erie, Pennsylvania, but I went to school in Florida and uh, when I went to my undergrad uh, school. And, and when I would, would fly home, uh, I would hang out with my mom and dad and uh, there were times when my mom would uh, go to bed. It was 9.30, 10 o'clock at night, and my dad and I would be up, and so we would look at each other and say, hey, let's go for a ride. And so we'd get in the car and put on the uh, radio or some music, and we would begin to drive around and, and just sit with each other and drive to all of the different, I would take them to the different streams that I would fish at when I was, uh, of course, a kid. And, and I would drive him to the many different streams. And, and again, it would be 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. But it was about spending time together. And uh, of course, he uh, knew me and I knew him, but we were getting to know each other even more as we would just sit and soak in each other's presence. And um, you know, there's something about spending time with your, when you're, you're a son or you're a daughter, you're spending time with your dad, just, just getting to know, hang out, you feel safe, um, you feel secure, you feel fulfilled, uh, there's just that love that you sense, and it's just a great place to be, you really don't ever want to be out of the presence of your, your, your dad when you have those moments uh, where it's just, it's just a good feeling. And, and can I tell you something that uh, there is as great a feeling when you're in the presence of God. And, and when you're in the presence of God to, to be able to sit, to practice the presence and to be able to experience him and be listening and hear his voice as you may be reading his word and he's speaking to you. It's, it's a constant contact because it's a spiritual relationship that started with coming to know Jesus as Lord and Savior. And, and this step here is, is about, it's about, it's about we sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God. So it's an intentional time that we are 
reaching out to God to spend time with him and asking him to unveil his presence in our lives. And, and it says, it's, we sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God. So it's praying and it's meditating. And, and when we say praying and meditating, I think they all go together with the word of God as well. I think part of it is, is, is reading God's word and listening for his voice. I think it's playing some music, uh, Christian music, and, and listening to some of your, your favorite worship songs. And, and, and listening and allowing, allowing God to, to speak through his truth and the truth of the words that are written and and then it says this and and it says praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out now this is an interesting step because the other steps we're really we're, we're praying to God to do something right we're, we're, we're going to him to do something and I like what they said here in the little study guide it says uh, step 11 is the next maintenance step in which we practice a new way of living in the first three steps we commit ourselves to turn away from addictive behaviors and thinking in step four through nine four through nine help us to clean out the past and now we can focus on the present so step 11 gives us our spiritual marching orders as we seek through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God. And so, and so I like what it says, in a, jump down a paragraph in this little study book, it says, what started in step 3 with surrender our lives is now expanded in step 11. We seek the will of God in our lives on a more earnest level. We also request the power that we need to carry that out, beginning with staying sober or clean from our addiction. Our substance, behavior, or emotional addiction cannot satisfy our spiritual hunger, and we have proven that. We must now find a connection to God that goes beyond mere belief. It must be a relationship, okay? And so, and so step seven Step, I mean, step 11 guides us to seek God for who he, he is more than for what he can give us. We've already experienced his grace. Now, let's go to him and get to know him. And, and I love the passage of scripture, and I was, I was pondering, what passage should we use for this step? And there are, step, there, there are verses here in the study book and in the recovery Bible that they have, but I think this is one of the best. And, it, and it's about Moses, and it's about Moses in Exodus chapter 3. And the Israelites have been in bondage to, in Egypt for literally 400 years. And, and now God has heard the cry of his people, and now he's going to send Moses in. But, but Moses is getting his marching orders. Moses is now going to get the will of God for his life. And so if you'll, you'll take a look at chapter 3 of Exodus, it says, Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro. Now understand that he had been out there already. He had been out there for 40 years. He had killed an Egyptian. He had uh, he was uh, he ran away from uh, Egypt and he was out in the out in the desert out in the wilderness he ended up getting married out there and uh, his wife uh, her 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 dad Jethro was a was a shepherd they had a lot of a big flock so he became a shepherd out there 
And it says, Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the far side of the desert and came to Horeb. And the mountain of God, and there and the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. And Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight, why the bush does not burn up. So Moses is out there, he's alone. Uh, I'm sure he's thought about the people that are back in Egypt. He's been hiding out over there for about 40 years now. And all of a sudden, he's going to get some marching orders. There's this connection, there's this contact. And it says in verse 4, And when the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from the bush, Moses, Moses, and Moses said, Here I am. Do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. And then he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. And at this, Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. And the Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the hand of Egypt, from the Egyptians, and to bring them up out of the land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey. The home of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, Jebusites. And now the cry of Israel has reached me and I have seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them. So now go. I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. God's giving him the will. He's saying, I have the will for your life. And now, now this is the will for your life. This is what I want you to do. And, 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 and it, it can only come to Moses when he's out there and that bush is burning and God's presence is there and he encounters the presence of God. That's when he experiences the will of God. He makes contact. And, 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 and we know that, I don't think it's going to happen, that you're going to run into a burning bush unless someone, I don't know, maybe threw a cigarette down and started the bark on fire and the next thing you know, the bush is on fire. I, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't heard anything like this happening since the time really of Moses where there, there's this theophany that takes place and, and, and only in scripture we see this amazing theophany take place. But, but I can tell you that, that God, as he speaks to Moses, he might not reveal himself in the same way to us, but God speaks to us as well. And that's where we have to make the conscious effort. If you, Moses walked towards the bush, he saw something, it attracted him. And God attracts us, and God attracts us with hunger in our hearts to be able to go and go into not necessarily a desert somewhere, but go into our prayer closet and begin to seek his face and begin to hunger and thirst. And I've been feeling that just recently in the past, maybe 48 hours, even more than normal. Just this time, I need to just break away and really just focus in and, and, and turn off some of the, 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 the different uh, noises that are out there, whether it's the TV or whether it's the YouTube or the computer or my phone, and just listen in. 
And that's what, that's what this is all, this step is all about. It's not about going to God and, and asking him now to do something for you. It's not going to God and, and saying, you know, God, now this is what I, what I need. But God does give us. He gives to us by his grace. But, but this, is, this is a time now to say, God, I want to get to know you. I want to get to know you. And, and this is one time, but Moses will have many more times like this where he will speak with God and God will speak with him. And so, and so this step is about having contact through prayer and through meditation and, and not asking, God, this is what I'd like you to do. This is what I need. It's really seeking, God, your will. What is your will for my life, the circumstance that I'm going through right now? God, what is your will? And so, and so it goes on to say, and so Moses, right? Moses says, after God gives him the marching orders, it says, the Lord, um, you go down here. He, he says, so I've come down here all the way down to verse uh, 10. And then it says, but Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? So, so God has given him, this is what now my will is for your life, Moses. And that's, that's where we make contact with God through prayer and meditation so we can have the, all we ask, Lord, the knowledge of your will. So God gives him the, the will. And then Moses is like, I can't do that. Look what he says in verse 11. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God said, look what God said. Now this is the second part of this, this whole step here. The step is to, to make a contact with God, right? And we're going to seek him, meditation, prayer, conscious contact, and, and, and we're seeking his will. But then the next part is this, praying only for the knowledge of his will. And the next part is for us and the power to carry that out. And so here, that's why I like this passage of scripture for this step, because now God has said, this is the will. And Moses is like, I can't do that. And he says, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute, he said, you know, Moses says, but Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And, and in verse 12, and, and, and God said, I will be with you and I will be the sign and, and this will be the sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. And so he's saying, I'm going to be with you. I, you're, I'm not sending you in there. Okay, hope you make the mission. Accomplish this, will you? Go do it. Get it done. I'll meet you at the mountain. I'm not saying that at all. I'm going to be with you the whole time. So he says, God says, this is your, my will for you, and this is the power that you're going to have. I'm going to be with you. And so Moses said to God in verse 13, Suppose I go to the Israelites and I say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask me, What is his name? What shall I tell them? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. 
I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. And God also said to Moses, say to the Israelites, the Lord, the God of of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Israel, the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever. The name by which I am to be remembered from generation to generation. And when you read the commentary here, just in the application Bible, it says Yahweh is derived from the Hebrew word for I am. God reminded Moses of his covenant promise to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob. And use the name I am to show his unchanging nature. What God promised to the great patriarchs hundreds of years earlier, he will fulfill through Moses. He is the all-sustaining God. He is I am. I will be who I will be. And, and, and he is a God with all power and all authority and, and has made a promise. And he's telling that, that, that Moses, that you go tell them, I am, is sending you. And that you're representing me. And so, and so Moses gets his marching orders. And it, it's, it's a little bit of a longer story, but eventually... Moses was used by God to lead the Israelites out of Egypt and then by the power of God the Red Sea was split and they crossed over on dry ground. And it was according to God's will and plan. Not Moses' will and plan. God gave Moses his will. And it wasn't just for Moses, but the Israelite nation as well. And as we seek the, as we we seek the will of God, we want to make conscious contact with, with God, we will have these moments where he, will come and he will speak and give us his guidance and his leading. And he'll give us his power to accomplish these things as well. This, this step is about getting to know God and getting to know his plan for our lives. This is a, a spiritual, intimate love relationship where where we are getting to know him and we're spending time with him and we're listening to his voice and and he's not just the god where we're just saying in the name of jesus i need this and in the name of jesus god do this healing and in the name of jesus i ask that you right give me this job and make this way for me, help me to get an A in my classes. No, this is about now getting to know God and saying, what is your will and your plan for my life? See, the, the garbage has been, been cleaned out and is being cleaned out. And the big stones that have been in that field of your heart, the, the big uh, ugly 
stones where nothing could ever grow in there because it took up all of that space has now been has been taken out has been sifted out and 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 now we're replacing it with the knowledge of God and the word of God and meditating and saying now God help me to follow your plan for my life and, and we're not just going to him saying, God, I want this and I need that. We're saying, God, help me to know you and your beauty and your glory and experience you. And help me to know what is the next step? What should I be doing? You know, often people come to me and and maybe it's a, a a a senior in high school who's going to be going wants to go to college and they've been accepted to three or four different schools and and they come to me and they they say boy I, I, what school should I go to what do you think what school should I go to and and we sit down and we begin to talk and we talk about each school and and I and and by the time we get done we talk about the careers that can come as a result of having that education and 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 by the time we get done what I I br what I bring them the, the the board that I bring them to where they have to take the step is not what is the best school and what is the greatest opportunity but what I bring them to is a place where they answer the question what does God want you to do what does God want you to do? What is his plan? Not what is, what is your plan or what you think should be the best thing, though you need to sift through all of it. But what is God's plan for your life? What is his will? And, and that's where you need to have these moments. And I, I would say they're, they're not going to be these big burning bush moments, but they are going to be moments where you encounter the living God and you talk to him and then you listen. Where you're reading his word and there's a satisfying experience. There's a, there's a, a sense of peace in the direction and the decision you have to make. There'll never be this, this sense of insecurity or the low confidence in a decision that you're going to make about the will because he's going to tell you what the will is. And once you have that peace, you're going to know this is the step I need to take. And, and so this is where you're asking God, as you pray, as you meditate, as you improve your conscious contact with God, you're seeking the knowledge of his will for your life. And then, as the end of this says, the power to carry that out. What's the will for your life? I can't tell you what the will of God is for your life. I know it's to know Jesus. I know it's to walk in his truth and apply that truth to your life. I know that. But I don't know 
what job you should have. I don't know what person you should marry. I don't know the place you should live. I don't know those answers. I don't know all those answers. And that's where you're going to pray and seek him and ask him. Yeah, it's a step further now than just trusting him with your life. Now you're seeking his will and not your will. Our will will always lead us <laughs> left to ourselves to a selfish, self-fulfilling, easiest possible road. But his will, his will is going to be a selfless direction where we'll find fulfillment and be blessed in many ways. But our life will be lived with a purpose and ultimately it will shine for him. Some questions that you can focus in and I'll put these on the post that is going to be up after we do this live stream. One is this, how was addiction a hiding place from life for me? How was it a hiding place? Where was that place where I found, what was that place? What, how did I get satisfaction, fulfillment? How did it fill up an empty spot in my life? And then compare this with having God as a hiding place now, going to the bush going to the bush and talking to him. Another question, describe how I experience conscious contact with God. Describe it, write it out. How do you experience this contact, this conscious spiritual contact with the living God? Another th question is, what do I most seek? from God. What do I most seek? Another question is, what is difficult about trusting God with my requests? What is difficult about trusting God with my requests for his will for my life? What am I battling over when I ask him, what's the will of Lord from you for my life? Ponder these questions. Think about Exodus chapter 3 and how God gave Moses his will and then how God empowered him to accomplish it. I can tell you it wasn't an overnight experience. I can tell you that there were times when Moses had a lot of doubt. had questions, but in that conscious contact, God walked Moses through every doubt, every moment of fear, 
every moment of the noise that was being shouted back at him saying, that's not God's will, until he finally was used to deliver Israel and walk with them in that desert and hand off the baton to Joshua to take them eventually into the promised land. God has a will for your life, my life. And if we'll go to him, not asking him to bless our wills, plans, but go to him for the plan, he'll give us the power not only to know it, but to be able to carry it out. God bless you. Step 11. We sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry it out. And the prayer at the end is, Dear God, thank you for showing me the path that leads to you. Thank you for being with me throughout this journey and for being with me now. Allow me to experience you in a new and intimate ways. As I meditate on your word, expand its meaning and deepen my knowledge of who you are and what you want for my life. When I'm afraid, give me courage. When I am weak, give me your strength. When I am distracted, give me clarity of purpose and the desire to carry out your will. Amen. Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord, that you reveal your plan to us. And though we are all different, we come from all kinds of different experiences, we have come from different neighborhoods, different places. God, you speak to all of us, and you have tailor-made for each one of us a plan. Help us, Lord, not to try to take someone else's plan, though it's a good plan you've given them, and make it our plan. We want to hear from you. And so, Lord, we open ourselves up. We ask, Lord, that we will have that burning bush moment and moments where we will step aside to go to the bush and to seek your face and to hear your voice. When we crack open your word, as we read it, Lord, we pray that we will hear you speak. When we stop, Lord, to just listen, that, Lord, you will allow your whisper to echo within the chambers of our hearts so we know your plan. We never want to go back. And, Lord, we don't want to just come to you like you're some big spiritual Santa Claus up there. And we want to sit on your lap and tell you all we want for Christmas. God, we want what you want for our lives. Because what you want will bring happiness to our lives, fulfillment, satisfaction, joy, and Lord, it will be 
a blessing. It will help and encourage others who are around us. So thank you, Lord. May you give us your divine direction so we will have your divine power to reach the divine potential. You're a good God. We love you. And Lord, if there's anybody out there, may they give their hearts to you right now if they need you. If you need Jesus, would you invite him into your heart and just say, Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. I'm yours. And I want your will for my life. In your wonderful name.